The New Perspective Launchpad is a new show where we speak with leading voices in the startup world and hear their stories and their challenges that they face on their path to rapid growth. With me today is Michael Oshetsky, who's the founder and CEO of Makatu. Makatu provides innovative optical sensing grid technologies that help manage the chaos of today's power grid. Michael's an expert in the optics industry and is an inspiring business leader and an entrepreneur. He's also one of the smartest folks I know personally. Michael, thank you very much for spending some time with me. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks. Thanks for having me today. I'm really excited to uh, talk about my journey and you know, hopefully inspire other entrepreneurs. So thank you. So let's rewind the clock back to 2011 when you started the business. How did Makatu form? I really was formed because of, um, you know, I think a quest for, I want to say, more. And, you know, when I formed the company in 2011, I wanted to really have an impact as far as not only for uh, my own personal experiences, but also have a positive impact for uh, humanity. And, you know, the opportunity of optical sensing kind of came around and, and uh, I thought, you know, what the hell, I well go for it. So myself and uh, Dr. Atul Pradhan uh, started Makatu in 2011. It's all good companies, you know, we kind of started in my garage and, you know, kind of went from there. So has the, the company's purpose changed since it, er, since it initially formed? Yeah. You know, I think what we've, we've evolved. I think we evolved from, you know, our original technology base and mission was to really um, have optical temperature and uh, vibration sensing, but 2016 timeframe, we partnered with Gridview Optical Technologies, um, which was uh, a company owned by Michael Sexton. And over the last uh, uh, approximately five years, we've really focused on the utility industry around uh, providing you know, the most highly accurate is um, in voltage and current measurement for uh, control of the grid. And that goes from the distribution to sub-transmission or transmission side. So, mm. yeah. It's a complex subject. We'll probably just scratch the surface of it today. But um, tell me about the, the name Makatu. It's a really interesting name. Like what, what led you to that? Yeah, so Makatu is actually my first name and the tool's first name. So it's if you took uh, the MIC from Michael and the ATU from a tool and put them together, it's Makatu. And then, um, you know, as a play on kind of words, uh, the, the M is kind of like representing the rising sun of, um, you know, opportunity. So that's why we picked the M in the middle of Makatu and, you know, the rising sun. Um, the idea was, is that, you know, there's always opportunities. Um, you just have to look for them. So, yeah. It's an inspiring perspective, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. for all the entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, you gotta be right. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta get through the waves. Yep. Let's, let's talk about power for a minute. Um, what do you think people need to understand about, operating power plants now as opposed to the way they were historically or in the past? I think it's just more complicated. I think there's more of a bi-directional uh, topology to power. It's not linear like it used to be in the past where you have your power station, um, transmission, sub-transmission distribution into your house. I think it's more of a circular topology where you have renewable energies, you have people that are generating and consuming, you have prosumers as we like to call them. So there's a lot of interesting challenges and as all interesting challenges, you know, it can create really interesting businesses and opportunity for businesses. So that's what's, um, I think, exciting about the, the status of power, at least North America, but this is also a global, I want to see evolution of the grid. You know, it's mm -hmm. not, a, people say it's a problem. I really see it as, as the grid's evolving to really embrace new technologies. And a lot of those technologies are newer forms of energy generation. 
So it's a healthy way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say you're thinking of the, as you have endeavored down this path to change, to help support and, and evolve this, this change that's taking place, what would you say has been the biggest challenge in terms of marketing Makatu's grid view platform? Utilities are pretty risk adverse. Um, you know, they really have a big responsibility because, you know, they have to keep the power on at the end of the day. So, you know, just getting over those hurdles. And I think the other thing too, is that, um, you know, being a small company in a really um, big ocean of uh, large companies, you have to be able to navigate those waters. So it's challenging, but I think the other hand too is, is um, you know, technologies like mine are needed uh, to help solve these problems. So that really helps us on the marketing because they're searching for new ways to solve very complex problems that didn't exist until we really put this uh, together. So that's kind of the exciting part about it. Hmm. Speaking of exciting, there's uh, some good news that just has come out. Uh, we'll have to see how it ultimately shakes, but from the, from the Biden side, we're talking a $2 trillion infrastructure plan with money set aside for the grid and the modernization, um, probably early stages here, but does that, is that going to make a positive impact for Makati? What do you see the impact might be for you? I'm excited about that. I think there's a lot of opportunities for us, uh, particularly around um, as the, this infrastructure plan includes obviously a lot of um, integration of renewables and more complex architectures. You know, for us, it's just a it's really ex- exciting opportunity. So we'll see how it plays out. But um, yeah, I mean, anytime, you know, investment in infrastructure, particularly on the utility side, it really helps us. You know, also we have our vibrational platform, which is interesting for condition monitoring of, um, you know, critical infrastructure assets around transportation, rail, and, you know, a lot more thought is going into what it takes to really deploy infrastructure, but also to maintain it. I think that's really where we add the most value. Texas experienced a massive crisis back in February, right? Did you see from your vantage, did you see this coming? Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it's kind of a you know, freak thing of, of, of nature to see that type of condition in Texas. You know, hmm. um, it really goes back to the fact is that um, it's a difficult job that a lot of people have to do. And there's so many variables to it. And it's just one small thing can really disrupt a lot of people's lives. And I think that's why monitoring and condition monitoring is becoming more important is the fact that, um, you know, I think we understand the risk until it really happens is when you appreciate the mitigation for it. So another way I look at it. Is there a, say a scenario in which Makatsu's technology could have helped or maybe um, provided data to prevent the crisis that happened? Well, I, I think what we could have done is, um, you know, a little bit more of the distribution control um, of the power. You know, I think we could have helped about a lot there. I think the other thing we could have done is, um, you know, this wasn't a really a great issue versus comparative just not being prepared for the weather. Hmm. So, um, you know, I think we could have helped on some aspects, but some aspects the disaster is just waiting to happen and it happens. Um, because there's, you know, a lot of lack of winterization and just other practices that were, you know, who knew they needed to do it, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think we could have helped in situational awareness and the control after, but, um, you know, before, you know, I'm not exactly sure where we would have had the most value. That's a tough topic. Um, how about the future? When you look ahead, um, first and foremost, for the grid, 
what major changes do you see looming ahead for us in the near term? I think you're going to see more prosumer based model. I think the grid of the future is going to be very decentralized. I think the role of power plants is going to be, um, I think, uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be uh, diminished, but it's going to be supplemented by the use of more solar energy of, uh, on a residential basis, but also on a um, commercial slash industrial basis also. You're gonna see a lot, a lot of homes now are gonna have better standards for net zero, better insulation, less, less power consumption and more generation. You know, I think the grid of the future for the vision I have is that um, it's really decentralized and it's a little bit more self-sustained in a manner of a residential type of um, level so you know, less less dependence on um, you know big power suppliers, and you know a very complex grid is now very regional and circular. So yeah, I'm excited for that future. I think we can get there. I think we can get to a net net zero, um, you know, designs for homes and, and really get to a carbon zero type of energy generation. I think that's all really possible. And it's going to take uh, you know 100, 150 years, but it's the next evolution of where we're going anyways, right? You really look at how the grids evolved over time. It's something that's, uh, you know, was bound to happen, right? It's that you get more decentralization of generation, more, uh, I want to say more power to the consumer. It's just basically the way it's rolling, so. Any particular technologies on the, on the consumer end that you're, you're keeping your eye on that you think are going to be pretty game-changing? Cold fusion. Just not as much like um, that would be cool though, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, cold fusion. But no, I mean, there, there's always stuff coming around the corner. I think the optical sensing is really going to enable some some of this uh, next generation of you know control schemes, but also just higher efficiencies. What we're really going to see is a game of um, of higher efficiencies as far as solar panels. You know, I saw that I was reading um, some uh, papers on uh, solar panels are becoming more efficient. Also, you're going to see uh, a total paradigm shift in wind turbines. I think it's going to go towards more of a passive wind turbine design. You know, the blades cause a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see a lot of tidal power. You see a lot of geothermal power. Uh, there's a lot of potential in the earth, and I think a lot of that's going to get tapped into. So, you know, it's um, it's just like I said before, it's going to be a shift from centralization to decentralization and uh, a lot of variation of power. So. Mm creative solutions. And when you look ahead to the future for Makatu for 2021, what are you most excited about? Really excited about our Fovis product launch. Um, it's really a game changer. It's, it's like equivalent to what the grid view was, but for the industrial sensing market, it's a uh, Fovis stands for photonic vibration sensor. It's also, um, you know, a really is a game changer because what it is is a drop-in uh, replacement for existing vibration sensors, but it's 10x more sensitive. It's really focused around condition monitoring solution. And it really can give that operational insight of, uh, you know, to really make decisions and understand the condition of your equipment much, much sooner. So I think that's going to be a game changer. Uh, really excited to see that drop. Um, got some really big deployments going on with the review platform. Got some really cool technology coming out, really big announcements here soon. So yeah, 2021 is going to be another great year for us. You know, we've, um, obviously locked in a really big investment from Wave Equity Partners out of Boston. And uh, we have new partners, SVB, um, been a really great bank to work with. And, you know, we got some other stuff in the works that uh, can be some big announcements once we put that out there. So 
another big year, you know, big growth for us is what uh, we're seeing. So it's been real exciting work with you guys up to this yeah, point, definitely. just to watch you guys catapult. Um, yeah. yeah. Tell me, um, if someone wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to reach you? LinkedIn's a great way. Um, just uh, reach out to my LinkedIn account. Uh, I'd love to talk to you. Um, you know, really a huge support in the entrepreneur uh, community. I think it's a journey. Um, you know, people step into entrepreneurism and it's, it's going to be a life-changing type journey. And, you know, it was for me. And you understand that um, you have to start somewhere. You know, uh, Apple started in the garage, you know, um, <laughs> everywhere. Started, everybody, everybody starts somewhere. So. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I did not know you had the garage story. Yeah, um, pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was awkward too. I'm just like having zero dust space, and you know, we got out of it eventually. And, you know, we're just uh, we're excited. We're moving to a um, fifty thousand square foot facility this year. We're expanding, so it's going to be you know, it's going to be fun. So yeah, I mean, how many how many new hires have you have you onboarded in the last? I lost count. Yeah. Like around fifty ish, I yeah. think. Um, right. You know, yeah, it's been fun. So, um, you know, we're uh, just really geared towards the next phase of the company. And uh, it's an exciting journey. So. Thanks for spending some time, Mike. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it too. So thank you. Cheers.